0: Hello, everyone. This is Byrne Davis, your host of Plant Profits. My guest today on Plant Profits is Claudia Delamora. Uh, Claudia is the uh, founder, co-founder of Black Legend Capital, and Claudia's been very, very busy. We're here today and at MJ BizCon 2022 in wonderful Las Vegas, Nevada. And Claudia, thank you so much for joining me. On Welcome. plant profits I'm excited today. Excited
1: to to be here. Yeah,
0: uh, you know, just getting ready to have this conversation with you. You know, I was just looking. You have been involved in about a dozen or more deals in the last two years that's related to cannabis.
1: Correct. Yeah, more
0: than that. Yes. It's yes. I you know that's what I counted. Right. I'm sure there's right. some I don't know about obviously, but I mean a dozen or more deals to move the industry forward. Uh, You know, you have this extensive background in investment banking and M&A business. Tell me about Black Capital. Tell me about your company and what you guys do and what's the mission.
1: Sure. So Black Legend Capital is a boutique advisory and consulting investment banking group. Uh, We uh, help companies with capital raises, capital structures, and merger and acquisitions or IPOs. Uh, basically our background uh, is all in M&A investing banking Wall Street uh, I come from Merrill Lynch my partners from Dufferin Phelps and other multi mm-hmm. bracket investing banking uh, firms uh, different sectors I started investing banking actually in gaming lodging Las Vegas was our main focus oh. we were the number one gaming lodging team in Wall Street at Merrill Lynch and yeah. financed the casinos then moved to consumer products so consumer price in the in the healthy and sustainable living industry uh,
0: okay. mostly
1: you know based in California right. Uh, then moved to uh, energy oil and gas and mining so we started Black Legend Capital uh, after the Kerry crunch about 10 years ago Mm -hmm. uh, for investments uh, into the energy space Mm -hmm. my colleagues as I said they come from investing banking technology side as well and energy so we got together and uh, we did this now cannabis being based in Los Angeles it was a natural uh, you know progression of the business uh, so since two thousand and fifteen, we've been uh, advising, helping uh, different verticals of the industry, okay. from cultivation to dispensaries, distribution, technology, branding, uh, I mean, consumer products and and pharma companies as well. Firstly, what, what, mostly Could domestic,
0: I would? just interrupt you for one second? What, what what's your value prop to these companies in these these different sectors?
1: Right. So yeah. Bo- bo- Basically the same as for other industries such as technology, oil and gas. So helping them structure their financing and their capital raises, equity and debt, or helping them sell part of the company or merge with another company Mm -hmm. or... Uh, in different tiers for, you know, going public like S1 filing or IPO filing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now for the cannabis space and also in oil and gas because we became very passionate about the, the business, uh, we're, we're helping companies also in business development, international, you know, relationships.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, right. And it, as you see what you do, right, specifically, do you see that over the next couple of years? How do you see what you do relates to the cannabis industry relating to the cannabis industry? Is it, is, is, is there going to be more activity, less activity? How do you foresee the next 24 months?
1: Right. That's, yeah. a, that's a good question. So I foresee the next 24 months to be like a, uh, harvesting of, you know, the past two, ma- two years, actually the past <laughs> two years. So in the past two, three years, I actually, <laughs> we dived into international legalization and okay. understanding that. International trade and relationships and demand and supply worldwide because this industry as a commodity and also uh, encompassing uh, every almost every vertical of of uh, the economy okay. out there from agriculture to technology you must understand the driving forces in other countries as well because you know in mm-hmm. long term so we I, I dived into other countries emerging countries like uh, Australia Asia uh, Latin America Europe Africa Uh, And I really think the next two years we will see a beautiful flowering of the industry in a way that each country will establish certain regulations and uh, hopefully the United Nations will uh, schedule cannabis and there will be more relationships between countries, Mm -hmm. right? Um, That's
0: a great wish. Do you see that prospect being true?
1: So you can divide, I think you can divide the world in two, uh, in two types of consumers. There's okay. the recreational side uh-huh. and then there's the medical side, okay. right? Of course, we also have the wellness and the, uh, the CBD side over-the-counter. Uh-huh. And then you have the industrial side, which nobody talks about. Well, the industrial side and maybe also uh, to some degree that the, the, the over-the-counter CBD and the medical is what is going to drive the, the rest of the world in terms of uh, uh, the, the, the market size and the business. Okay. While the recreational side, you see mostly, right at the moment, North America with the United States and Canada, mm-hmm. and slowly but surely, as the stigma goes away, and as regulations get you know clarified in each right. country, sure. you will see that develop also in other countries, the, the recreational side later on.
0: If you were to, if, if well, you are this person, so do you advise, what do you advise your clients if you're saying if they're in the U.S. and you, and they want to put money into a different market for expansion? Right. Okay. Where do you tell them to go? What's the first place you tell them to go?
1: Which market? Yeah. If they really want to go into into another, well, yeah. are these are these are these investors like just uh, uh, independent investors, or, or are they? No, no, no. they
0: they're they're in the business. They're
1: yeah, in the they're business.
0: business in the U.S., but they want to expand.
1: Okay, so there has to be a reason, right? Yeah. To do that. Uh, Most recreationally focused companies in the US obviously naturally will try to capture as much of the domestic market, right? And go into the East Coast. Uh, and uh, uh, you know uh, the, the center side of the mm-hmm. United States so there's still space for growth in a uh, mm-hmm. recreational side in the United States mm-hmm. uh, but we can see that some some other you know Canadian mostly you know they, they they're really uh, driving this expansion so Europe has been a, the main focus for many of these companies they want to Europe look for growth mm-hmm. yes Europe
0: do you agree with that choice
1: you know, I think it, it does make sense. It makes okay. sense, yes, because you, you, if you look at emerging markets like Africa, the, mm-hmm. they, they will have, you know, their own operators. They need, right. they need, to, they need help in the supply chain, but they will develop, you know, their market domestically in a second space. They're focused more mostly on on export at the moment. Latin America is huge. You know, Mexico, for example, and Brazil, they're going to be, you know, some of the biggest markets. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, uh, they're. Brazil is very behind. They're not a lot. It's very medically, strictly medically, only for finished products. So I do see that countries like Colombia, for example, will eventually focus more on Latin America instead of just focusing on Europe, as they are doing right now. Now, now,
0: why is that?
1: Well, Colombia is like the leading country in Latin America. Yes,
0: they've been that way for with,
1: through trial and errors, we've mm-hmm. gone through uh, all kinds of scenarios there. They've received a lot of investment money in the past few years. We've learned a lot of mistakes there, okay. mostly because of uh, uh, legislation and timing of, uh, of new laws coming out, okay. especially like the export of the flower, which was allowed only last year in
0: 2021.
1: Okay. Um. Well, now with the new president in uh, uh, Colombia, he wants to um, he wants to create like a free market, uh, you know, kind of a, a regular commodity, make cannabis, cannabis like a regular commodity. Mm-hmm. And he's still stressing the importance of export into Europe. Uh, but I do think with Germany fighting back that type of mentality and creating even more regulations. Uh, and obviously, with countries in Europe now developing yeah. their own uh, uh, supply chain, I think Colombia should focus mostly on Latin America, domestic market in mm-hmm. Latin America. Okay. I mean, Brazil is one of the biggest markets. If you can make medical finished products, EU GMP certified uh, uh, 12-month stability testing, then Brazil will be a great market to sell to. When I mean, you've sure. you got Mexico coming in line, Yes, Mexico is going to be you know, also extremely important, and mostly for North America. Uh, That is why they've been talking and trying to draft this uh, legalization for the past several years, since 2017, since the Supreme Court deemed prohibition unconstitutional. The problem is that uh, Mexico is part of the USMCA, you know, the Uh new NAFTA. Uh, Canada is federally legal. So, if Mexico goes federal illegal, United States would be forced to go federally illegal. So and United States is not ready at the moment. so u s is one of the reasons why Mexico is waiting. Another reason, of course, is uh, also their internal issues, such as the military. Yeah. Uh there was actually uh, a problem like a hacking problem the past two months in Mexico. They discovered the military actually is behind everything. The the president is doing or saying every morning uh, in on video. So and the military is actually against very conservative. Is against uh, um, mm-hmm. cannabis legalization. You have the cartel, obviously. So mm-hmm. the legalization has to be drafted in a way that you protect the 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 the, the, the good honest operator, right, mm-hmm. and not give more power to the. But cartel.
0: see, that's exactly why Colombia is not investing in those markets. Right in which it's, market? In the South American markets, and and probably in Mexico, uh-huh. because they understand the dynamics of government, and 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 armed forces. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And that creates who, who's the leader? Who who am I talking to?
1: Well, actually, you know, for example, yeah. uh, Mexico is currently importing API from uh, Colombia. Uh, so uh, Mexico legalized medical cannabis uh, at the beginning of 2021, mm-hmm. but there's no really written rules. So there's no cultivation, right. extraction. Uh, there's only in the, the ability for a consumer to receive the product via a magistral formula, which is uh, you know, doctor prescription. And the only... Entities that are allowed to sell are uh, compounding pharmacies with their narcotic license. Narcotic okay. license gives you the uh, ability to sell and also to import. Mm-hmm. So they actually have to import. They cannot import the flower. They can import the API, the extract of the THC. And where are they importing from? From Colombia. Yeah. Because Colombia is following the the EU. Aka Germany mm-hmm. rules of EU GMP certification. So Mexico is is importing API from GMP certified facilities in Colombia. So I think that Colombia should continue doing this. as a do. good business mm-hmm. since Mexico is behind. It's going to have to wait till till uh, you know U.S. goes federal. And Brazil is a big market still uh, as an import, and they're not going to allow any cultivation in Brazil for the time being.
0: Okay, well that's 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 very interesting. Do you believe Germany in two years will be better off?
1: Better off than what?
0: And, and cannabis. Yeah. Because of the government and the change of government so, and so all this movement and talk and chatter you hear about so yeah, Germany. Yeah, I,
1: I don't think Germany is talking. I think they're doing, actually. Germans are famous for being, uh, you know, uh-huh. following rules very well. Okay. And also they, 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 might, they could be actually a very good example in yeah. Europe causing a domino effect. Mm-hmm to all the other countries. So Germany is already medically legal, like mm-hmm. most of Europe. Germany is one of the few countries in Europe that already issued VI tender, uh, cultivation licenses. There's three main cultivation licenses uh, uh, got by Aurora, Tilray, and Demacan. Okay. Uh, Denmark also did the same thing, Portugal as well, and, and uh, Greece as well. Kind of, that's it. The rest of the countries in Europe, they can use and import medical okay. cannabis. So. Um, Germany at this point uh, in the past, you know, October, they finally decided to draft the first uh, legislation right. uh, um, protocol for uh, recreational cannabis uh, that has to be approved by the EU, uh, but we believe it will be implemented by uh, beginning of 2024. Okay. So now there's going to be, there's a lot of questions on uh, those new regulations, which are very, very different yeah. from medical regulations. Um, is highly regulated, uh, the German market, and they uh, strictly follow um, you know the single convention and all the rules on international trade for narcotics. And that is why Germany is saying the entire supply chain for the recreational market will be domestic. It's not just to to protect their market mm-hmm. uh, and keep prices high, but mostly for safety and uh, for the consumer. Um, and and uh, and also to to fight the illicit, uh, you know, market imports on okay. the
0: illicit market. At Black Legend Capital, do you do you guys consult governments?
1: Not yet, but okay. I'm about to. You are? Yes. Break
0: some news right here on Plant Profits.
1: <laughs> Great. So basically, <laughs> I've been spending the past several months yeah. uh, working on uh, opportunities in Italy. Okay. Uh, nobody talks about Italy, but Italy and France are actually the biggest markets in Europe, bigger than Germany. Germany okay. is about $8 billion, like, similar to uh, California, $8 billion market per year. Mm-hmm. That's a projection, of course, mm-hmm. Listen, illicit. Uh, uh, France and, and uh, uh, Italy, roughly around 10 billion. Okay. Okay. So there's many smokers in Italy. You know, uh-huh. they are very, you know, passionate by cannabis. Um. Now it's medically legal, but the government have has not issued any license yet. So okay. they're about to issue the first in medical license. In Italy. Licenses. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and that means that the whole supply chain will have to be developed. Yeah. Uh. Also, Italy, just like other countries like Brazil and Colombia, just went through new elections. Okay. Italy actually has a new government right now run by a woman and they are right wing. So differently from the other new elections the other countries are more, went left, Italy went more conservative. There has been uh, a little bit of a fear uh, uh, for the uh, cannabis industry but sure. i think it's not uh, it's not right to be to be afraid mm-hmm. because certain changes that sometimes are needed in order to improve uh, regular business in a mm-hmm. country okay so so the, the the conservative party in italy will foster domestic national you know uh, uh, um, businesses and therefore also issue this license to help Businesses develop and the supply chain you know in Italy as well. So if you think it's the biggest market, right? and it's mm-hmm. also a market where uh, consumers like to walk to stores, so the retail side is very important. And plus yeah,
0: all the tourism that yeah, we have exactly in Italy,
1: right yeah. So I think Germany will be a very good uh, example for the rest of Europe to follow, which is going to impact what African countries and Latin American countries such as Colombia. Will have to you know deal with
0: okay, all right, good. So let me ask you: What do you believe that the U.S. cannabis industry? What should they be optimistic about?
1: The U.S. Mm-hmm. cannabis industry. Yeah. What, what should they be optimistic, optimistic about? about? Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, we're we're trying to uh, go uh, towards federal legalization, and President Biden has made some progress in the okay. past uh, couple of months. Yeah. So. Um, uh, the, the first thing that we should hope for is the Safe Banking Act, uh-huh. as it affects not only US companies, but worldwide companies, yes. because the, the big federal banks, also the, 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 uh, the Swiss banks, the German banks, they're all tied to Wall Street anyways. Yeah. So we need more capital. That is even more important than federal legalization. Yes. That should come as soon as possible. Then obviously, for us, we need to um, before a real talk uh, on federal legalization scheduling. Uh, we should also uh, understand how to how to solve the interstate commerce problem, because obviously we've uh, uh, issued licenses, all kinds of licenses, in different states. That's right. And a free interstate commerce might uh, harm uh, possibly. You know, cultivation facilities in the northeast uh, states of the u s. Mm. and it's just my my thought, right? you don't uh, so,
0: but what would your reaction be to that?
1: um to to what? <laughs>
0: yeah, to what? what would your your, your reaction be to y- you put up a caution, mm. cautionary point, mm. if we have free interstate commerce on yeah. cannabis, some of the northeast eastern states. Yeah. Could be cultivation could be d- damaged because of that yeah. right yeah. So what would you do with that?
1: Well I, sp- I was speaking with NCIA about yeah. this last year and they were saying you know but, but we can we can uh, not allow imports okay. We're flower, okay, great, but then every state is going to follow the same <laughs> the same thing, right? right? So then we're back to square one. Mm-hmm. So it, it's going to be an economics uh, and math uh, uh, analysis of the situation. There's many right. other verticals in cannabis space that can be developed in every state. Yeah. So I think we, we just have to probably solve the issue of cultivation.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's I think that's absolutely fair. What are the challenges do the, the companies you invest in right? You know, and I think you may have had a conversation with Andreas, uh Earlier uh, cookies. We do work with 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 cookies and, and companies like that And I know you guys have done some things. What are some of the challenges of your investments? Right the companies you invest in what are some of their day-to-day challenges
1: of the companies? Mm-hmm uh, well Okay, U.S. or worldwide? Every, every, you know, every geography has a different.
0: Let's just talk U.S. U.S. Yeah.
1: Um. Helps. Well, well, competition first of all. Like okay. for example, we've seen CBD brands uh, doing a very good job and and uh, um, getting a very good market share. we uh, are talking in about Delta Eight. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, obviously valuation has uh, has gone down dramatically mm-hmm. in the past. A uh, few years, uh, we have the same issue, you know, marketing and uh, and shelf space, okay. shelf shelf space in you know, a consumer product, you know, so mm-hmm. be, right, over the counter is the biggest, the, the most expensive commodity uh, in, in in cannabis. Um, and 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 again, I think the the biggest issue right now is financing. Mm-hmm. Is financing and financing and also mm, a good uh, business planning mm-hmm. for. Uh, these companies to grow in a healthy way. Okay. In a healthy way. Uh Yes. I mean, we've seen some of the major chains and major uh, uh, multi-state operators making incredible mistakes, right? In the past few years, overspending, big ego. Right. I think we've all learned from that lesson.
0: You think so? Mm, uh, I hope so. I hope so too. I'm with you, uh, Claudia. I, I, I hope that... Uh, folks have learned and are going to approach it in a different way. But I think that's what you talked about at the beginning of our conversation about the next two years is going to reflect what we've done now, right? Right. Right. And there will be a riding of the ship. Uh, there will be uh, companies that are going to get larger and some that are going to get smaller and some that are going to go away.
1: Exactly. I think the next two years will yeah. be very important because we will see um, Obviously, Germany implementing this uh, this recreational uh, uh, law, uh-huh. uh, maybe even Switzerland and other you know uh, okay. uh, countries in Europe as a domino effect. So, and of course, the other countries also creating their own uh, you know better regulations. So, I think United States will have to move fast at that point. Yes, you know with Mexico pressuring as well. Mm-hmm. I think United States will have to finally pass this Safe Banking Act. And also figure out these other issues of interstate commerce. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, uh, many multi-state operators might go into, you know, also the medical side mm-hmm. to, to grow their, their market elsewhere.
0: Mm. That's quite interesting. Okay. I like that. Um, you and your company, right? You're focused on what now? What are you guys focused on moving forward? Okay. Yeah. What am
1: I focused on? Yeah. So I'm. <laughs> I'm definitely focused on at this point on helping emerging countries uh, develop their supply chain.
0: Okay.
1: And I'm focused on U.S. MSOs and Canadian LPs uh, to expand better, you know, into emerging countries okay. and add value to the new supply chain in okay. a way that is not just a profit for them but a profit for everybody also for the players in the other countries
0: okay no that's terrific all right that's great that is awesome and
1: maybe you know like there's many verticals of the industry we're talking about you know the same ones but what about education and mm-hmm. uh, also uh, support of um, mm, uh, support uh, of, of religious leaders right bring mm-hmm. our expertise from North America into huh. the other countries
0: mm-hmm. I like it I like it. I like the education part
1: mm-hmm.
0: right I like the education part because I think people like you governments need education
1: government it's absolutely, absolutely. yeah i mean people get 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 uh, you know elected prime ministers they don't even know that next door there's legalization happening i mean that's a shame yeah of course they need a lot of education they need a
0: lot of education mm-hmm. and they, and they need to be open to it yeah they have to be open to it right and they got to be willing to acquire it right and i just i just i think that what you guys do and what you guys do at black of capital uh, is and we're
1: not the only ones there's no. there's amazing consultants to the governments in uh, different countries in South Africa in, 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 in Germany and really uh, all of them should to be uh, should be praised and uh, and you know valued
0: yeah let's look at some results okay. right yeah you know thank you for being here Claudia
1: thank you so much thank my, you for having yeah, me.
0: absolutely my guest today on plant profits Claudia Delamora, managing director and co-founder of black legend capital